welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Saturday, September 11th, 2021. Our bit today is taken from the book of Mark, chapter 11, verse 22. And that simply says, have faith in God. Then it was Saturday, and life keeps moving on regardless. (laughs) Yes, friends, despite what we say, do, or think, life is moving on, and it will move on because that's what it was programmed to do by its omnipotent creator. And until he decides that it's time to curtail life, there's nothing the creation can do to thwart it. So, having made that indisputable fact clear, let's go out then and enjoy life now. Live it to the full. Live it abundantly as Christ Jesus died to have us do. For there's no sense in trying to change or disrupt stuff over which we have no power. And that means letting go of all our worries, anxieties, and negative circumstances. We claim to have faith in the one and only God, Jehovah, and his son, Jesus Christ, who can enable us to do anything. So please, let's show more of that faith in our everyday lives now. Otherwise, we are making ourselves liars. For in these greatly troubled times, great faith in Almighty God is an absolute necessity. So as life moves on, Let's move on to now and see what quotes our friend Anselm sent us this past week. Help me to wrap my head around them and make some sense of them. And the first one says, progress is impossible without change. And those who cannot change their minds cannot change anything. I guess that's basically true. You can't make progress unless you change up stuff in your life. And it sounds logical that if you can't change your mind, you will never change anything, since change begins and ends in the mind. It's the control center of our life. But friends, a serious word of caution here, though. Do all the changing you want, but please, please, Don't ever change your mind about believing in Christ Jesus. For without him, we are nothing. And I guess our friend Anselm was on a faith kick this week because all the other quotes deal with some aspect of faith. So here this one. It says, make a space in your life for the glorious things you deserve. Have faith. No, I don't know how much we deserve, if anything, but the good Lord does shower us with glorious stuff, and we do need faith to believe that he will continue doing so. Remember that several times Jesus chided those around him for having little or no faith, and after cursing the fig tree that had leaves but no fruit, he told the disciples, have faith in God. But what exactly is faith? eh? Well, I found this simple but interesting definition on the pushpay.com blog website 
by commentator Alison Sakuntong. She says that, put simply, faith is believing in God and trusting in his plan, even when you don't understand it and can't see it. As it applies to our life, however, faith is about more than just a feeling. It's about living it. We live our faith through obedience to God and acts of service. And I think that's as simple as you can put it because it's all about believing in God and living for him with great expectations of good things in the future. And that segues very nicely into this next quote, which says, patience is not the ability to wait. Patience is to be calm no matter what happens. Constantly take action to turn it to positive growth opportunities and have faith to believe that it will all work out in the end while you are waiting. Now that's all true, but again, we have to transfer it to faith and belief in God since there are a lot of things we cannot make happen on our own. But remember what Jesus said about the camel going through the eye of a needle as opposed to a rich man entering the kingdom of God? He said, with men, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. And you can find that in Matthew 19, 26. And that's what we need to believe with absolutely no doubt whatsoever in our souls and spirits, my people. Otherwise, we'll always be lacking something or even shortchanging ourselves. For it takes great faith to live sincerely for Jesus. And if you don't believe me, just check out the lives of the great saints, some of the great saints who went before us. Now. People like Noah, Abraham, Moses, Job, and our three brothers, Joseph, David, and Pablo. <laughs> and I guess most of you didn't know that Joseph was a brother. That's because I don't talk about him much. But to be truthful, I believe he was an even bigger example of patience and perseverance than Job. Just look at all he went through as a teenager, no? from slavery to prison, all in complete innocence. But you'll notice that he never whined nor complained about his unfair treatment, and that wherever he was, be it in Potiphar's house or in prison, the good book tells us that the Lord was with Joseph, oh my Lord. And that comes from Gen Genesis 39, 2 and 22. Yes, my people, but Joseph had a dream of great things from God, but the way it actually played out in his life seemed very contrary to the promise. But yet he never gave up. He stuck it out without complaints, possibly sensing deep down that there was a good and godly reason for all his unwarranted hardship. And that's what faith in God means, to stand strong and steadfast in your belief and keep being godly, although the reality of the situation doesn't match up with your dream. For God doesn't move us to high positions unless we go through the low ones faithfully. 
And that brings us to this next quote. Sometimes beautiful things come into our lives out of nowhere. We can't always understand them, but we must trust in them. I know you want to question everything, but sometimes it pays to just have a little faith. Uh, army people, that's the contrariness of our great God. Sorry, but contrariness is not the best word, Diana. But I, I just couldn't think of it at the time of writing. And I basically mean that sometimes God allows us to go through hardship without any explicit reason. But then he also blesses us with beautiful things, also without any explicit reason. However, if we truly know who he is and how he operates, then those unexpected storms or beautiful sunsets won't bother us. We'll take them in stride, knowing that he has a good reason and purpose behind all that he does. And as he has faithfully promised, eventually he will work it all out for our good. Then there's this last quote. Believe in a love that is being stored up for you like an inheritance and have faith that in this love there is a strength and a blessing so large that you can travel as far as you wish without having to step outside it. <laughs> oh, my fellow saints, we know about that love. We're talking there about the greatest love ever, that love of a wonderful God for us. And the good book tells it plainly, but God commended that showed his own love towards us, that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And we know that comes from Romans 5, 8. Now, how can there ever be a love greater than a father sending a son to die for ungrateful, disloyal, and disobedient people? Eh? No way. And though that love is visible right now in our earthly lives, it's also stored up in heaven for us, as Peter tells us. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which, according to his abundant mercy, had begotten us again unto a lively hope, that's a living hope, by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled, and that fadeth not away, reserved in heaven for you, who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. <laughs> oh, friends, there's nothing else I can say now except to rally us to the cross of Jesus, for that is where it all begins and ends. And by the way, those lovely verses there came from Peter, 1 Peter 1, 3-5. And yes, we got to come to the cross, because if you don't come to the foot of that wooden cross, at some stage of your earthly life, to lay down your burdens and receive Christ as Lord and Savior, then your life would have been a total waste, my friends, a total waste of time. So let's do that now. Let's rally to the cross because that is what makes sense. Much love. And the postscript for today says, 
If God could display so much love, mankind ought to display much more faith. And that's the gospel truth, friends. Our faith today isn't much at all, not as much as it ought to be, especially in these troubled times. We cry and complain so much when if we had more faith, we'd be able to stand stronger and do more stuff in Jesus' name. So please, let's try and raise our faith now as we go out today and love Jesus, walk in his footsteps and show people that we are the light and the salt of the earth through the shining out of his character in us. And we pray that in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love. Thank you.